It's This Week in Bourbon. Are you ready for it? Here's your headlines. February 9th, 2024. The 2023 Bourbon Economic Impact Study has now been released. Bardstown Bourbon Company introduces the House of Bardstown and Heaven Hill drops their Heritage Collection 18-year-old bourbon. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. From Jim Beam to Maker's Mark, their brand and label are the only things more iconic than a bourbon's taste. And that's why we've partnered with Sticker Mountain, a company focused on helping you make a statement with your labels and stickers. Embracing cutting-edge embellishment technology allows them to add foil, raise texture, and more to make your product stand out, all at competitive prices with market-leading turnaround and customer service that treats you like a business partner. And that's why right now you can get 10% off your order with coupon code STICKYBOURBON at StickerMountain.com. See the difference they can make for you and your business at StickerMountain.com using coupon code STICKYBOURBON. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Have you tried to identify specific notes in bourbon when nosing and tasting, but just come up empty? Well, you can train your nose to find all those nuances with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. So you can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma made from chemicals. Head over to noseyourbourbon.com and enter the code BP10 for 10% off your order. Always find what you love at Total Wine & More. With so many great bottles to choose from at the lowest price, it's easy to find your favorite Cabernet or a new single barrel bourbon to try with some help from one of their friendly guides. And with every bottle comes the confidence of knowing you just found something amazing. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find only at Total Wine & More. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia North Carolina. Drink responsibly and be 21. Give 270 presents Whiskey Wednesdays Round 10, The Bourbon Vault. 24 amazing bourbons behind our 24 locker doors. For just $5 a ticket, you could score a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, a six-bottle Weller Vertical, and even a bottle of Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. Plus, each week, five lucky winners move closer to the ultimate grand prize, the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. For tickets, visit give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 0002703. It's that time of the year where everybody's starting to make their vacation plans on visiting Kentucky, the mecca of bourbon. And if you are coming to Kentucky, you need to make sure you visit us at Pursuit Spirits in Louisville. We're right in the heart of Clifton, near Butchertown and Nulu, and only just a few miles away from downtown Louisville. But when you do come, you need to book your experience to go do our whole shebang. This is the one that's really the star of the show. You get a full-on tasting. You get to do your own personal barrel selection experience. And you get to grab a whiskey thief and fill your bottle directly from the barrel. 
or do something completely brand new that nobody else is doing here in bourbon country. Plus, you get a free sweet tasting glass at the end of it. I guarantee you, you're going to end up being one of the many people that's also leaving us a five-star review. So make sure you come and check us out. You can book your reservation by going to PursuitSpirits.com and clicking the Visit Us button. Hey everyone, this week in bourbon. What are we ready for? Taylor Swift. Oh God, no! Stop talking about Taylor Swift. Well, it's 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 you, you got to listen to that song. It's like, are you ready for it? It goes bom bom bom. It's it's good. It's good. My daughter got me hooked on it. Oh, I know. Even my damn son's asking me to play Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, welcome to the fun, my friend. Did you know Blake Reber is a Swifty? I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not surprised you all are. You you bring her up because y'all are brothers. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, it, it would it would make sense. You, you just got to quit fighting it. It's it is the year. But it, my my daughter actually gave me the quote only because it's like it is Super Bowl, and it's like, are you ready for it? So oh, it's, it's, a, it's a good it's a good kind of you know segue considering she's going to be at the Super Bowl anyway. Well, didn't you say there's like an over under if she she can even make it because she has like a show in Tokyo. Or She'll something? be in Tokyo the day before. But this is how much Kenny knows about. Yeah, he knows all her schedule. I, I I saw somebody that figured it out. But yeah, she will make it to Vegas in time for the Super Bowl. She'll be there with like uh, uh, probably like twelve hours to spare. Oh, so she can tailgate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she she has her, her probably own a private jet, so she'll no, probably get there faster than anybody else. Yeah, no doubt. Well. Who cares? Well, let's go <laughs> I know ahead. you do. Nah, it doesn't really matter. I, I just, I think it's fun. She's very influential and whatnot. But let's go ahead and dig, dig into this real quick. So upcoming stuff for Ryan and I, we are going to be in Baltimore, Maryland in two weeks. And so we are having our official launch of Pursuit Spirits happening in Baltimore, D.C. and Delaware happening on February 21st through February 23rd. We do have one event set up so far, so we are going to be at Jack Rose on February 22nd. So make sure you come out. We'll definitely be there from 5 to 7.30, maybe a little bit later. Who knows what we're going to do? We'll maybe get all some, night. Yeah, get some trouble. Or we can stumble to Bill's house and get into all his collection. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, if you're going to be around, please come on, say hi. Love to be able to talk to you and stuff like that. We're also going to probably set up a, a bottle signing at a store that'll be happening on February. Feb- I can't talk. Friday, February 23rd as well. So pay attention to our socials. You'll get more details when we're going to be doing that as well. Yeah, this is like a dream come true for us. Jack Rose is like the mecca of whiskey bars. And so... Like really excited slash nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be there. And we'll be there. Yeah. Which is wild to wrap my head around. So I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, it'll be really, really cool. Yeah. And then other things happening is that this weekend is the winter bourbon bash in Xenia, Ohio on February 10th. So make sure you go and check that out. And then we're going to have some other stuff happening for our ambassadors in regions and stuff like that. Now that we're in Baltimore, expect to see us at, I think there's Whiskey Riot Baltimore and a few other locations that'll be happening in that area too. So you'll see more Pursuit Spirits action happening in that area. Yeah. Love it. I'm excited for those three states. We've been wanting to go there for a while just to have enough products. So excited to keep expanding the Pursuit gospel. I know. I've actually never been to Delaware. I've never been to Delaware either. Yeah. Which is, well, I guess it's not strange, but (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's funny. I know. I probably... I hope it doesn't offend any of our Delaware listeners out there. Do you remember, you know, Garth and Wayne, Wayne's World? Oh, yeah. Where they like, whisk me off to? 
Delaware. We're in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of those forgotten states, but I hear it's got beautiful beach towns and yeah. they like a lot of whiskey in Delaware. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited good, to good check it that. out. Yeah. Uh, definitely have and to... we have our good friends from the Delaware Police Force. Oh, that's They're... true. Yeah. That's true. So we definitely need to go and check it out anyway. Yep. Well, let's dive into it. Bourbon and Bets. Bourbon and Bets, it's Super Bowl weekend. As you said, we're not betting on Taylor Swift's arrival time, but the actual <laughs> game. So the 49ers are favored by two, which is... That's surprising. It is surprising considering how Kansas City has been dominating. But I guess to be fair, you know, San Francisco had a little trouble with Green Bay, but they looked really good. They had a really rough start against the Lions, but finished strong. So, man, I don't even know who to pick. Who are you going with? I, you, go. you know who I'm going with. You're going with the Chiefs. I want Absolutely. The, and no offense to, like, Kansas City fans. I love you all. Love that town. But you all have had enough. <laughs> it's time to, <laughs> to sprinkle it out. Share out the – yeah. Somebody else needs to win the Super Bowl. Take it back to Joe Montana's hometown. That's right. There you go. Back when Deion Sanders played for the Niners, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, all that. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, so we'll just go back and forth. We'll take either side of it. But I'm, I'll probably lose. I've, I, I'm sorry if I picked your team this year because every time they've <laughs> lost in the playoffs. So sorry, Dallas. Sorry, Ravens. Sorry. There was somebody that sent us a message on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> please, for the love of God, do not pick the 49ers. Yep. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> this is our week, though. It's a big one. I've been saving up for this one. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the bourbon release news now. So and there's actually a lot more than I had anticipated last year or last year. Last week was a really slow one. It, all of a sudden, it did a complete 180. So we got a lot of stuff to kind of dig into. Oh, here. gosh. So the first one is kind of it made huge headlines yesterday. We're recording this on Wednesday. But the 2023 Bourbon Economic Impact Study is now out. And this is the newest report found that distillers are making a significant impact in agriculture and tourism industry since the original 2009 report was published. This is also coming from the Kentucky Distillers Association in partnership with a few other people. So it really focuses just on Kentucky here. So when it comes to the bourbon economy taxes, the report found that Kentuckians are receiving $358 million in state and local taxes every year from distillers. And even though it remains the highest taxed large manufacturing industry in Kentucky at around 17 cents per dollar, no other industry in the state has the highest shares of national employment, around 27%, labor compensation at 26%, and output than distilling. Kentucky distillers shipped more than $500 million in exports in 2022, almost all of it, which was bourbon. Kentucky bourbon is a $9 billion economic and tourism powerhouse for the Commonwealth, now generating more jobs, more payroll, more tax revenue, more tourists, and more distilleries in Kentucky counties than ever before. Distillers produced a record 2.7 million barrels of bourbon in 2022, the fifth row topping around 2 million barrels. Today, there is a record inventory of 12.6 million bourbon barrels aging across the state. Kentucky has 100 licensed distilleries operating in 84 companies and 42 counties in Kentucky. Corn production and corn, distill and, and corn distilling counties have increased 300% since the first study in 2009. Distillers have purchased 21 million bushels of Kentucky-grown corn and grains, and bourbon is responsible for 2.5 million visitor experiences in 2023. And bourbon tourists trend younger, spend more, and stay longer compared to other tourism attractions. Distilling generates more than 23,100 jobs in Kentucky with annual salaries and wages of $1.63 billion, around $2.2 billion if you include benefits. Wow. Those are some impressive numbers. I mean... Some of them's concerning to me, <laughs> you know, the amount of barrels, 12 million, 2.7 being made. And then there's going to be even more when the, all the new facilities get up and running. But the tourism side, I, 
I mean, I've been blown away, but I still think it's just beginning. I think people come here having a great time. The distilleries have done a great job being hospitable. The state tourism, local cities have been all embracing it, really catering to towards tourism and hospitality. So I, I see that just keep growing and growing. And we need it to keep growing. Yeah, we need it to keep growing. I mean, people come here, you know, Kentucky probably before bourbon, you know, horses was really the only reason you came here and for one week and for one week out of the year. year. But, you know, it's great to show off our state. It's a great state, great people, great communities. And so I'm, I'm just excited for the state and I hope it keep, keeps up. I think we also were talking before and you want to give some shout out to some tour yes, companies as well. Yes. Right? Speaking of, if you're coming to Kentucky, we have some great folks that we've been working with here at Pursuit Spirits, but uh, Tour Kentucky Bourbon and Bourbon Town Tours, they're a great travel company that can get you transportation. They can book you, you know, rides to and from transportation, all the above. So they've been great. And also Whisk Me, uh, my friend Josh Hoff there has been great to work with and their, their company is doing great things. They're located there in Bardstown. Can book all your experiences for you, get you to and back. So you're not like looking at a map and, and but limiting, obviously, limiting your samples. Your number one experience you're going to book is where, though, Ryan? That's right. Pursuit Spirits. Pursuit Spirits. Get the whole shebang. That's right. Whole shebang. United Breakdown. That's what it is. Yep. All right. So moving on is that Bardstown Bourbon Company. They're actually, you know, we, we know we're all partners with them. Everybody knows who they are. But they said they're going to hand over the keys to the, quote, House of Bardstown. And this is an immersive cocktail and culinary pop-up experience coming to select cities this spring. Each evening, a limited number of guests will receive transportation to an undisclosed address where through the door, they'll dance, dine, and taste their way through a series of intricately crafted rooms and one-of-a-kind sensory experiences, each a chapter in the illustrious story of Bardstown's collaboration and innovation. The limited-run activation will appear in Louisville later this month and Nashville and Dallas later in the spring. House of Bardstown is more than just an event. It's a journey through the heart of bourbon culture as told by the most innovative and forward-looking distillery in Kentucky. Throughout the evening, local culinary experts and bourbon connoisseurs will guide guests through a deliciously immersive journey of Bardstown's innovative bourbon expressions, fostering a unique, lingering connection that transcends the glass. Guests will be invited to be savor and celebrate Bardstown's story in a setting as refined, eclectic, and spellbinding as the spirits themselves. Attendees will begin their adventure in the Origin Room, a modern space that reframes traditional perceptions of bourbon with its clean and crisp aesthetic. From there, guests will delve into the Discovery Lab, immersing themselves in Bardstown's exquisite blends with a one-of-a-kind tasting experience designed to elevate the sensory experience. The journey continues at the Foursquare Bar, where the essence of Barbados meets the rich heritage of bourbon, creating a captivating dance of flavors and ambiance. Within the Ignatic... I can't even talk. In the Goose Island Lounge, a hidden gem reminiscent of a Chicago speakeasy, guests will find a secretive and captivating escape to the city. The inaugural House of Bardstown will be held in Louisville this month, Coinciding with the annual Bourbon Classic, and later in the spring, it will move to Nashville and Dallas with more details forthcoming. For more information and to register where you can receive more information about this event, you can go to bardstownbourbon.com slash house of Bardstown. Yeah, I saw the email and we got invited to the one here in Kentucky, but we'll be in... We'll be in Maryland. We'll be in Maryland, unfortunately. And they don't have a Bourbon Pursuit room because we have a collab. No, yeah, we, we should have been like, hold on, let's where's the Pursuit kind of collab there? Yeah, that's okay. No, it's exciting. I think it'll be... Sounds fun. Is it kind of like a murder mystery kind of thing? Like, I don't think you know, so. Or like a I think it's, mystery rooms or it might be something like you're, there will be 
like sideshow acts maybe like you'll go and there'll be people like, like people like, swallowing flames and <laughs> well like you know like swords or like oh that's I, it might actually be something like that where yeah. it's kind of like you have these you know these kind of like kind of cool sideshow acts people maybe it's some gymnastics maybe it's a little bit of the daredevil sort of stuff yeah, I yeah. see Dan Calloway do the splits <laughs> 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 no, he he actually just introduces everybody <laughs> with his trombone when he comes, and, in. or not his trombone, uh, his uh, French, oh, horn. His French horn. His French horn, and we'll see Nick Smith do trapeze or something, <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> and some spandex. <laughs> All right, so Old Forester has named Caleb Trigo as their assistant master distiller, overseeing the quality and innovation for America's oldest bourbon brand that existed before, during, and after Prohibition. Trigo will be responsible for overall quality control and distillery operations, in addition to providing technical leadership and support brand advocacy efforts. Trigo has been with Brown Foreman and Old Forester's, sorry, has been with Brown Foreman for a while, since 2009, and has spent more than five years as an operations lead at the Old Forester Distillery located on Historic Whiskey Row in downtown Louisville. He has a master's degree in distilling from Herat Watt University in Edinburgh, Scotland, a chemical engineering degree from the University of Louisville, and he began his Brown Foreman career as a process engineer co-op in research and development. Well, that's exciting. I don't think I've, we've ever met Caleb. We but, have not. But congratulations to him. That's exciting. Hopefully uh, Elizabeth doesn't keep you in waiting as long as Chris did for Elizabeth. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. You're, but she's young. She's got a long way to go. Yeah, I was about to say, you're going to be second fiddle for a while there. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be assistant to the master distiller <laughs> for right. quite, quite a bit. Yeah. All right. So Distilled Living, they're the leader in independent bourbon experiences, celebrates its eighth anniversary with acceptance as the official sponsor of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Program and the launch of some new services. Distilled Living's founder, Tim Niddle, has over 15 years' involvement inside the Kentucky bourbon industry, including being a guest back on episode 88, if you recall that. Distilled Living presents a wide range of offerings of private groups, including guided tastings, elite mixology, luxury tourism, virtual presentations, and more, all of which are hosted by a select team of independent bourbon industry professionals. For larger events, Distilled Living now offers exclusive bourbon-themed exhibits, elevating bar staffing and show tending presentations as well as distillery tasting coordination services through their unique Kentucky bourbon one-stop tour program. These experiences have been developed in partnership with many notable events, including the Kentucky Derby show tending for Millionaire's Row and Matt Wynn Steakhouse, uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival VIP Lounge, ADI Institute Conference, uh, and even more and stuff like that too. So congratulations to Tim. Yeah. Tim's an awesome human, great person. They do a great job. That VIP tent is awesome. Every year at, at the every year Fest, yeah. at, at Bourbon Fest. So congratulations, Tim. Deserve all this credit. You, you work hard. You're a great person and really excited for you. Yeah, they're very picky about who they choose to, to work yeah. with them. I know that I've had the opportunity to meet two other people besides Tim that, that work for the company and they, they know their stuff. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. Their cocktails at the Bourbon Fest are like some of the best you've ever had. I know. Everybody's like, hey, you can go sample this bourbon over here. I'm like, not really. Like, <laughs> I just want to go to the tent and drink some cocktails. Yeah, send the AC, eat some good food, <laughs> get some cocktails. <laughs> so the newest Bourbon Strong 5450 charity raffle will benefit people all over the region, and the proceeds go to the Community Health Clinic, and that's the serving Hardin, LaRue, Mead, Breckenridge, and Grayson Counties. Elizabethtown, Kentucky-based nonprofit Give270 is now selling tickets for their February 28th raffle, which features 50 different prizes. Included in the raffle are three grand prizes, which is a six-bottle Pappy Vertical, of course, everything that's in there, 
You're also going to have an entire eight bottle set of Weller, including B-Tax, William Bluer Weller, Daniel Weller, single barrel, CYPB, foolproof, 12 years, so on and so forth. There's also going to be a Stitzel Weller vintage of 2012 Old Rip Van Winkle 10-year. And the Bourbon Strong 5450 raffle will take place on Give270's Facebook page and their YouTube channel on Wednesday, February 28th at 8 p.m. During the raffle, prizes for the 50 different options will be drawn, and each of those winning tickets will return to the drawing for the tumbler for the drawing of the three grand prizes. Tickets are $50, will be available for purchase until 7 p.m. on the day of the drawing, and a total of 3,000 tickets are available right now for the raffle. Dang. I'm definitely going to sign $50, chance to win all those. 50 different prizes? Yeah. That's actually not... That's a great deal. Pretty good odds, yeah. Yeah. It's really not that bad, and it goes to a good cause, obviously. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah. I'm going to check in on that one after this. I'm going to make sure you win that that Stitzel Weller old rip and we can crack it open for <laughs> 50 bucks. That's, that's a hell of a win yeah. right there. Heck yeah. So the whiskey category has continued to churn forward with the overall volume nearing 59 million cases in 2023. And this does not include flavor offerings. This is a new report that came out earlier this actually from Impact Data Bank. And this is all just in U.S. whiskey that's being moved everywhere. So last year, however, the many brand leaders saw declining volumes after several years of solid gains. In the American whiskey segment, leading label Jack Daniels was down 4% to 6.5 million cases last year, including flavors, but did not include RTDs like its Jack and Coke cocktail. And then Jim Beam, also including its flavors, was at 6 million cases in the U.S., but that is down 2% from the previous year, but it's also up 700,000 cases since 2018. In Heaven Hills, Evan Williams saw volume slip around 1% last year, but is also up 600,000 cases since 2018 to reach the 3.4 million case mark, including flavors. Yeah, I mean, everybody was kind of down in the dumps after last year, but, you know, they're comparing to the pandemic years and then 22 restaurants opening back up. So you had strong on-premise sales there. So this is just to show you the market correction that's happening. Bourbon's still growing. It's not at double-digit pace like it was those pandemic years, but it's still the the future's bright, I think. Yeah, I was actually going through my Twitter feed this morning because I had put it out there on X, whatever you want to call it, and I said, we have a roundtable coming up this week. Does anybody have some good suggestions? And somebody said, has production finally caught up now that stuff's not flying off the shelf as fast? I was like, they didn't catch up with production in two years, right? Yeah. It's this is this is something that this is just people are kind of getting fatigued. There's not as many buying. People got a lot of whiskey at home, so you don't need to go and rush out and just find every little thing, right? Like now, it's the time to explore, find different things, do bottle shares, whatever it is, to kind of figure out what your next purchase is going to be without looking at the sea of whiskey on the shelf. Going, I guess I'll take one of everything and figure it out later. Yeah, yeah, it's just a a market correction for sure. So. I think, you know, American whiskey is still strong. And I mean, it's amazing. I was like reading like a, some about Ohio. I think Jim Beam, Jim Beam and Jack were like their number one, two Go selling figure. brands or yeah. whatever. But it was still a ton of volume that they're they're doing. Those are nine liters cases, which is 12 packs. Yeah. Which is, you that's, know, that's still a ton of booze. Quite a bit. Yeah. There's also a new book coming soon. It's called Distilled in Washington, A History. So Washington actually has a tortured history with liquor. Efforts to ban or restrict it date back to 1854, and this is before the region even attained statehood. With blue laws remaining on the books well into the 20th century, delve into the legends and the outliers responsible for this illicit and unsavory business that has now emerged as a respectable multi-million dollar craft spirits industry. 
From Jimmy Durkin, an Enterprise saloon owner, to Roy Olmsted, a former Seattle cop turned gentleman bootlegger, the business of liquor has inspired both trouble and innovation. And you can join author and journalist Becky Garrison as she traces the history of the barrel and the bottle from the early settlement of the modern craft distilling boom in the Evergreen State. I want to hang out with Jimmy Durkin. That sounds a like cool a cool name. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Durkin. Yeah. What are you doing over there? I'll just Durkin off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Durka Durka. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's you would think Washington would be like kind of a progressive state, but I guess they've had and they have like the highest like, taxes, taxes yeah. and like you can't go into you have to like get bottles behind a counter or something. There's no like grab and grow or something. Yeah, it's I think I, I went out to Seattle been a few times. I actually remember uh, a long time ago going into Seattle. I think I went into a total wine. I don't think it was anything behind a, a glass case by any means. But I did remember seeing Stag Jr. on the shelf. Yeah. And it was I don't know, 59, 99, 65, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden somebody said, like, be careful of the taxes. I mean, it was like almost $20 in taxes. Yeah. And I was like, well, screw this. I just left it on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. They're like, do all the hard drugs you want in this state, but alcohol, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a third of the cost of the bottle was taxes after you pay for it. And I was like, uh, I don't want it that bad. And this is when it was relatively easy to find stag juice. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. Well, this one, you sit back and kind of sink this in because this is going to be the realm of where tech kind of comes into play here. Oh, and boy. When I'm like, ooh, this is this kind of gets me going I here. just gloss over. <laughs> yeah, maybe you will a little bit. But have you seen Apple Vision Pro? I've heard about it, but it's like $3,500, so I'll never have one. <laughs> it's exactly $3,500. But I think this is this is kind of what sets the stage for it. So th there was an article that came out, and it said, will the Apple Vision Pro change the drinks industry forever? So looking at some of the amusing images on social media, people walking around with the Vision Pro goggles on, you'd be thinking that this new device is a little more than a niche toy for crypto bros. But as some readers may remember, we also used to find amusing those city workers with briefcase phones back in the 1980s. It felt unlikely that technology would ever see mass adoption and certainly not revolutionize the world. Fast forward a decade into the late 1990s, that's exactly what happened. The Vision Pro is probably a similar device to those early portable phones. Priced at $3,500 and with add-ons even increasing the price more, this is not a device we will regularly see on the street anytime soon. Potentially, it could remove televisions, personal computers, the mobile phone, game consoles, projectors, and much of the traditional tech we have in our domestic and professional space. And its potential impact on the drinks industry could be significant. The drinks business, who this article comes from, takes a look at how this new category technology will impact the trade. In a similar way to pure virtual reality, the most instant application for augmented reality is in the clearest realm of drinks education. Let's walk through what this could look like. First, imagine doing a wine tasting with a producer in a different country where you don't even speak the same language. The potential for instant translation has already been showcased. Looking at each wine label could also bring up the producer's website, a video of their vineyards and production facilities, and perhaps you'd want to be instantly transported to the vineyard on the other side of the world in Mendoza or Napa or Bordeaux. A collection of tasting notes would also float in the air, which you could edit and comment alongside with others. Virtual dishes of food would appear with recipes on how you can match the wine and food. In the on-trade, the device could become a wonderful tool for quick, for quick stock takes. For example, simply look in the fridge. It will scan all the products, see what is nearly out of stock, and then reorder it for you. 
scan your eyes across the back bar and it'll tell you what the top vodka and whiskey based on the current sales data is. Increasingly, consumers are looking for more information about the bottles of wine, beer, spirits, and this could be at everyone's fingertips. This includes the environmental footprint of the product, the community and production methods used, and also the health and nutritional information. Although QR codes and other technology has been available to consumers to scan bottles and discover more about the brand, and of course, you also have like apps and other augmented reality things, but the Vision Pro takes out two or three of those steps required, which is a big barrier. Consumers will simply walk down the drinks aisle in a supermarket or an off-license and focus on a product, bringing up all the information, including the calories, ABV, and how it was produced and the price relative to other retailers. It remains to be seen whether this will be five or 10 or more years down the line that this technology can land at everyone's doorstep. But just think about that briefcase phone back in the 1980s. A decade after that, everyone had a mobile phone. And a decade after that, everyone had a smartphone. These devices created social media, instant news and information, instant ordering of products from holidays to toilet paper, which revolutionized delivery, the creation of Uber, Airbnb, and many other companies that never would have came into being, essentially the whole world as we currently experience it. I would definitely love to use this for distributor ride along with and <laughs> visiting stores and GSMs. And just like you're just there. <laughs> yeah, right? you're just there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I could see the, I, I do like the idea of going and being able to taste and do a video along with it, whatnot. But I feel like you could do that on a computer screen or, you know, already, like you could just not put goggles on. And I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's a bit more like, like an immersive. I, I just look experience. at Oculus and, you know, I, I just, it hasn't really like caught on, caught on. And I mean, people get it and they're like, it's cool for like a month or two. And then they're kind of like, just it sits in the closet. So debate. I mean, true. We, we, we bought a new VR headset for my daughter for, Christmas. So it's actually really freaking awesome. But I can I can see where you're coming from. And we've seen these waves come and go. If you remember Google Glass, where it was actually yeah. glasses that had it and that kind of hit the can and, and kind of went to the wayside. Of course, you had the metaverse, which came out, which people were like, oh, in the metaverse, it's like where everybody can kind of come and get together and stuff. And that has kind of fallen off a little bit too. It's, it's kind of really not really talked about anymore. But if you put one of these on, I've seen the videos of it. It actually is pretty cool where it's it's not like you're right there all the way. Like you see through it, right? So it's like you don't need a TV anymore because it's right there. And you can sit there and use your fingers and pull out the TV and make it as big as you want. You can push in the corner. You can open up an app of Twitter or X and throw it in another corner. And you can just sit there and just look around your room and say like, oh, this wall I have over here is my Instagram feed. And you could just literally look at your wall and it's your Instagram feed over there. Yeah, but I, I've done it too. And I'm just like, I like to see the whole room. <laughs> I, I don't want to be just contained to this like glass or these goggles. It is a little thing. I mean, I guess when you have to like wear the goggles, yeah, it is a little bit different than having a phone in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, the phone in your pocket, it's not as intrusive, right? To right. actually sit there and, and walk around. And, and yeah, you do look a little kind of crazy if you're just sitting there walking around with, with goggles on the entire time. <laughs> just me and Tiffany sitting next to each other with goggles on. <laughs> you see that? I, I don't know. Uh, maybe, you know. You wouldn't have to take your vacations to Florida anymore. You can just do them right there in your... Yeah. In, your, in your living room. Just put a UV ray light on <laughs> yeah. and, and put my goggles on. Yeah, there so, you go. Uh, then, yeah, I, it, it sounds cool. It Maybe it's just still too early for me. I've, yeah, I mean, like I said. But it I is, see potential it in it, but it'd be cool like if, 
like for real estate, you want to go look at a house and you throw it on instead of driving around with the realtor. But I still feel like people want to see things in in reality. Well, like yeah, you don't know if that house is like a dead smelling body anywhere. Right. right? Yeah. Or, you know, I'm, I could see the application of doing tastings and stuff. That would be kind of cool. But as far as being like just having goggles on all the time, <laughs> doing everything, I, I'm not in for that. I did see the video. world. The world's great. I mean, the world's a beautiful place as is. People are wonderful. You just can't beat that in-person experience. Get ready for Ready Player One. Uh, I did see a really cool video. I think it was on Barstool Sports where there was a guy that was wearing the Vision Pro goggles courtside at the Lakers game. Or no, he was at the uh, Boston Celtics game. Yeah, and he was sitting, events would be cool. And yeah. he was actually sitting there, like playing a game, like as he was like sitting there courtside doing it, like shooting free throws. And the guy was like, I think the caption said, like this guy, this mf'er thinks he's on the actual team or something. <laughs> but it would be cool, like as a sporting event to watch it on your goggles, like you're in the stands or something. Yeah, if they would able to like do that technology where you feel like you're part of the crowd or whatever. But that, sure, sports teams don't want that. But maybe there's a better business model with. You can get to more people selling tickets that way versus being in person. Yeah, five dollars all of a sudden you're courtside. Yeah, I mean think about nope. that. We'll be at the Super Bowl with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Do there think about concerts? Yeah, I mean because there's a lot of people. I just talked to somebody last night. They were we were talking about Bourbon Beyond, and they're like, I really don't want to go. The lineup's too good, and I just hate crowds. And it's like if you think about it, there it's like okay, you just stick a camera somewhere right in the middle, and all of a sudden yeah. you're in the thick of it. That's true. You don't have to deal with the heat and <laughs> <laughs> lines and all that. And people and, and humans. And the humans. I guess if you don't like humans, this is perfect <laughs> yeah, for you. There you, go. you. You figured out the uh, the actual antisocial remedy. For <laughs> yep. It. All right. Well, stick around. We got some bourbon release news coming up. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. When it's derby season, the city of Louisville comes alive, and happening on Thursday, April 11th, is the Republic Bank Kentucky Derby Festival's Bourbonville. This is the third straight year Bourbonville will take place at the Fraser History Museum. Enjoy signature drinks, bourbon-inspired cuisine, access to museum exhibits, and tons of other bourbon vendors such as Elijah Craig, Fourgate, Four Roses, Kentucky Peerless, Pursuit Spirits, Castle and Key, and so many more. General admission is only $75, and that includes all your food, drinks, and museum admission. Go ahead, buy tickets now at kdf.org for Bourbonville. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, 
Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. It's time for bourbon release news, and that means the year is kicking off. It's finally starting to see some new stuff coming out. So this first one is actually coming out, I think it was Kansas City. So the Negro National League was established in 1920 by Andrew Rube Foster at a time when American baseball was racially segregated to exclude black players from the major and minor leagues. To celebrate the league's history and impact on civil rights and baseball, the Negro League's Baseball Museum collaborated with Kansas City Distillery's Jay Riger and Company on a new collection of four new whiskeys, each representing a different team with a unique label. The Feuders Choice Collection comes in a custom-designed box with each label repping the name and the logo of a Negro League's team. A portion of the proceeds from the collector's sales will also go to benefit the Negro League's Baseball Museum, also based in Kansas City. The first bottle is a Kansas City whiskey finished in a local brewery KC Beer Company barrel, a tribute to the two-time Negro League World Series championship, Kansas City Monarchs. It was bottled at 94 proof and is a nod to Buck O'Neill, a Monarchs player who died at the age of 94. The second release is a small batch straight bourbon blended from just two barrels, a first for the distillery paying tribute to the St. Louis Stars. The whiskey was bottled at 95 proof. The third is a 100 proof light whiskey, as style that was recently discovered. The whiskey was made from 100% corn mash bill and pays tribute to the Chicago American Giants. Last up is a small batch, 100 proof rye whiskey, celebrating the Homestead Grays from Pennsylvania, a state historically known for its rye whiskey. The Fielder's Choice Collection is available now at presale at the J. Riger website for $200. Huh, this is very cool. I love those Kansas City Monarch like uniforms and hats. I don't they know were, what they look like. They were like gray and red, I think. But they, I don't know. You have to look them up. I can't describe a, a uniform. Okay. <laughs> Put your goggles on. And I'll show you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, this is very cool. And obviously, homage to, you know, it's crazy to think about that that existed, you know, back then that you had segregated leagues. But just to to honor those folks who, you know, were obviously talented and deserve to be in the major league and whatnot. So very cool project they done. Yeah. And I saw some of the labels. They look cool. So if you like some sort of old timey throwback stuff, $200 for four bottles. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Four Gate Whiskey Company is releasing their first whiskey of 2024 called Triple Oak. It's a Kentucky straight whiskey finished in two different barrels from Kelvin Cooperage. The underlying is a seven-year-old Kentucky straight whiskey, was distilled with a mash bill of 80% corn, 11% rye, and 9% malted barley. It was initially aged for seven years in used barrels. Four Gate whiskeys rebarreled the whiskey into a new charred barrel from Kelvin Cooperage, and then again into a new toasted cask, also from Kelvin, resulting in a whiskey that has been aged in three different barrels and aged for a total of seven years, nine months. The whiskey was bottled at Barrel proof for 107.6, and there will be 3,798 bottles that will be produced with an SRP of $200. Love those Kelvin barrels, but instead of going the double double oak, they did triple. And we, we've talked about doing triple oak because the oak collection was French oak, American oak, you know, and then it was an oak. So that's technically a triple oak, but we were just like, ah, oh, it's too gimmicky. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but, I, but at some point, we're like, somebody's going to come out with a triple oak. And, and Fourgate was the first people to do it. That's smart. We're yeah. the idiots. Yeah. That well, sat on it for a while. It, here, here's the thing. You just go for the quad oak. 
And then, yep. and then Cinco Oak. Cinco Oak. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Ocho. <laughs> I think we could get there. Eight times Oak. Eight, eight times Oak. Dixon can't even compete with us at that oh, point. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're four greater than him. <laughs> four multiples. There you go. Multiples of four there. Yep. Yeah. This is actually a very interesting thing because I knew there was, there was a lot of hubbub about this in the realm of whiskey and bourbon for a little bit because- not, I think there was a, it was an episode we released with Chris Hart not too long ago. We had, we talked about it. You weren't here, but we talked about the idea of taking Kentucky whiskey or just whiskey in general, adding it to a new charred barrel. And is that technically bourbon? Ooh, that's a great, I mean, so, I, so here's the thing. We, we kind of, we dove into this. I believe TTB says no. However, yeah, because Chicken Cock did that. They had a Kentucky whiskey and then finished it in a new charred oak, which was their double oak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing is like, could you call it a bourbon? And debatable to figure out if it actually is or not. I don't know. I think it's, we, we kind of look at it and we just try to figure out, is there, okay, I think the TTB said no, but from what I understand, Dave Pickerel and with a few different distilleries, actually did it oh. and released it and called it a bourbon. Interesting. So, unfortunately, we can't ask Dave about it, but yeah. you can go and check back that past episode and see if uh, see what you all think. Wolf Spirits Puncher's Chance Bourbon announces the fifth release in its award-winning portfolio of fine whiskeys. It's called Puncher's Chance, the Unified Belt. It's a limited release of a three-cask blend of fine bourbon and Irish whiskey, with barrels sourced by IJW Company in Louisville, Kentucky, and crafted by IJW Master Blender Steve Hughes, the Unified Belt is the first cross-category whiskey blend from Wolf Spirit. First in the ring is a four-year-old high-rye-based Kentucky straight bourbon distilled with a proprietary yeast and aged to four years in barrels featuring number four char, aged at a traditional rickhouse in Danville, Kentucky. The mash bill is 70-2010. This is married to a four-year-old Irish whiskey crafted from 100% malted barley and proprietary yeast, then aged in former bourbon barrels in a palletized warehouse in Ireland. To add further complexity and depth, a third cask joins the lineup, and this being a 14-year-old bourbon, finished in first fill, Pedro Zimenez, and Oloroso Sherry casks for up to 15 months. The mash bill of this one is 84.8. It says 84.810, but I'm pretty sure that's 84.88. The Unified Belt is bottled at a very approachable 96 proof and retails for $150. All right. Well... They've done this before, right? It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. I don't know. Maybe it's like the second time we've hit this one, but... Second unified belt. Second unified belt. I don't know, but there it is. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds interesting. And then I forget who's the celebrity behind that one. It's Bruce... It's time. Bruce... Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say Bruce Banner, but wait, that's the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> gosh, what is that guy's name? Yeah. Are you ready to rumble? Yeah. That guy, yeah. That's his little brother. His little brother is this one. Oh, okay. The ready to rumble guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's his, that's the older brother. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a younger brother. Oh, it was wait, Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. That's right. Yeah. And then there's another Buffer. Why am I? Let's see. That's Bruce Buffer. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's Bruce Buffer. Okay. I got that. Senior one. and junior. <laughs> well, there is. I forget the older brother's name, but we'll keep going here. So Jack Daniels is announcing the release of its batch two of its 12-year-old Tennessee whiskey and batch three of its 10-year-old Tennessee whiskey. Both expressions were charcoal mellowed and aged in <laughs> mellowed and aged in new toasted and charred American white oak barrels for the first and upper floors of our of the barrel warehouse before being relocated to the lower ricks to extend the maturation process. 
Both share the same grain bill as the classic Jack Daniels of 80-12-8, and Jack Daniels' 12-year-old Tennessee Whiskey Batch 2 is offered at 107 proof, and Jack Daniels' 10-year-old is at 97 proof. Proof. They will be bottled at 700 ml with a suggested retail price of $95 and $85, respectively. Mm, okay. Yeah. I know that the 10-year was a big hit last year. Yeah. And I don't know if I ever had the 12. 10-year was good, though. Well, guess what? We got samples here. Oh, all right. We'll dive into them at some point. Yummy. Mm-hmm. So here's one that a few people sent me. So I figured we have to talk about it. So Hainer Distilling, it's located in Troy, Ohio, has released the Path of Totality Bourbon Whiskey. This limited statewide release celebrates the April 8th solar eclipse with Ohio's first ever illuminated bourbon label. Path is a 10-year-old Kentucky bourbon with a 78-13-9 mash bill bottled 100 proof. The bottle's premieres, this, this bottle premieres Ohio's first ever illuminated bourbon label. The label resembles the totality phase of the solar eclipse and the sun can be turned off and on with the click of a button. Hainer Distilling in its hometown of Troy, Ohio, are inside the path of totality during the April 8th eclipse. The city of Troy is celebrating the eclipse with a three-day festival called Eclipse on the Square. In addition to being the first ever illuminated bourbon label, the back label also has a QR code that offers an augmented reality experience and also for the first time for a bourbon in the state of Ohio. After scanning the QR code or clicking the link on their website, a bottle virtually appears in your environment. This allows you to view and interact with the bottle before you purchase. Path of Totality Bourbon goes on sale Saturday, February 3rd. Well, it's already passed. And this is at Hainer Distilling located at 619 Lincoln Avenue in Troy, Ohio. The bourbon will be available at 29 state liquor stores across Ohio, and they will all lie within the Path of Totality. The location of each store can be found by searching for Path of Totality at OHLQ.com, and the bourbon retails for $90. Just need your goggles. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool idea to have some sort of thing, way to commemorate. I mean, everybody's looking for an angle to sell bottles nowadays. So, yeah, <laughs> even though they try to do the, the QR code and the augmented reality, it's hopefully somebody shows up with their goggles on and is like, ah, I beat y'all to it. Yep, no <laughs> doubt. I'm living the future over here. I'll be on my smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> While we're living in 2024, he's living in 2064. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah Craig Barrel Proof has now released its next one, which is A124. It's 119 proof, and this will have an age statement of 10 years, 9 months. As a reminder, the age statement represents the youngest barrel in the batch and will vary from edition to edition. Non-chill filtered and has an SRP of $75. I'm sure it's good, as always. Those are no fails. Yeah. It, it, we had this. It was really weird on the roundtable this past week. People were asking about you know Elijah Craig Barrel Proof and will people chase after these knowing that, like, People really went after that. What was it? The last one was C923 that had the 13 year old age statement. People were like, oh, 10 years. It's like, yeah. get over yourself. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I've had, and I was sitting on the round table, amazing Elijah Craig's at eight, eight, nine years old. So don't get hung up on that age. It's, you know, each barrel's different, batches are different, and they can taste good at eight. They can taste good at 13. <laughs> yep, exactly. So award-winning Penelope Bourbon Tokai cask finish will also start arriving in retail in February. So Katai cask, am I saying that right, Tokai? I have no idea. <laughs> Takaji. Takaji. Anyway. I think it is Takai. Tokai cask finish, straight rye whiskey, captures the latest harvest notes of Tokai wine from Hungary, once dubbed the Wine of Kings by King Louis the... 14th. There we go. I had to do my Roman numerals there. So distilled in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, aged eight years and bottled 106 proof. It's two grain mash bill consists of 95% rye, 5% malted barley. It's a limited allocation of 1,906 pack cases. They'll be available at a suggested retail price of $90 per bottle. 
actually enjoy the <laughs> here's how dumbass and redneck i am i saw takaji and or takai or whatever and i was like oh this has to be like a Je- japanese, japanese. <laughs> <laughs> something but nope it's hungry it threw me for a loop way off yeah yeah see innovation that's still, right still right there just gotta find the random ass wine in the part of the world yeah, <laughs> and we're, finish gonna, in some... we're gonna send you to like cambodia and see what you can find there get some potato i think they distill potato stuff there do they i have no idea yeah i'm sure they distill something yams or something <laughs> <laughs> yam finished Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company is the only brewery and distillery on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, and they've announced its newest seasonal release beer this week with the nationwide availability of its Kentucky Old Fashioned Bourbon Barrel Ale. Inspired by the classic old-fashioned cocktail, this is truly a beer born in bourbon. The seasonal beer release is brewed with cherries and orange peel, but most notably, it is aged in freshly decanted bourbon barrels to achieve a barrel-aged beer full of timeliness, flavor, and bold ambition. It is 20 proof for 10% ABV and an SRP of $15 for a four-pack bottle. Yummy. Sure you're all know. over there. I don't know. It's like... It's weird. It's like I like my adjuncts and my my pastry stouts and stuff like that. I don't know about cherries and orange peel though, but I'll I'll hold it. I'll I'll try it. I'll give it a go. I mean, you like? I mean, I'm not. I like Manhattan's way more than old fashions. Yeah, and there's cherries, somewhat flavor in there. Yeah, there. You, you always have a cocktail cherry. In there. Yeah, a little Luxardo action. Well, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, how about it? All right, and our last one here is that Heaven Hill has announced the release of its Heritage Collection. 18-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Each spring, this annual highly limited release features some of the distillery's oldest inventory of aging whiskey, continuing the standard of excellence which Heaven Hill has practiced since 1935. The 2024 edition features Heaven Hill's Bourbon Whiskey Mash Bill of 78, 10, 12, or sorry, 78, yeah, 10, 12. 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye, but usually go in a different order. It's bottled at 120 proof. With an age statement of 18 years, this release is made up of 133 barrels produced in December of 2005, pulled from the third floor of Rick House 1L. Heaven Hill Heritage Collection will be accompanied by a premium box and a signature Heaven Hill Blue. The updated Heaven Hill Distillery seal is prominently positioned on the box, on the tax strip, and the label, and we'll have a mirror of that at Heaven Hill's Bottle and Bond and a new Heaven Hill line extension launching later this year. This has an SRP of three hundred dollars. Wow, one hundred thirty-three barrels. Uh, uh, that's probably like it's just proof down to a hundred. No, it's it says bottled to one hundred and twenty proof. One hundred twenty proof. Okay, so they're probably, it's probably like two thousand twenty-five hundred six packs in that. Yeah, so pretty good size release. It's good yield. Yeah, good yield. Wish I had one hundred thirty-three. 18 year barrels <laughs> and no telling how many got rejected oh i know <laughs> that's very true hey probably 200 got rejected yeah time they got time on their side yeah yeah man that must be fun though tasting through 150 218 year old barrels and being like yep nope yep 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 i have fun with four to six year old barrels <laughs> <laughs> so. yep well that is it finally we got through that one yeah we had a lot of interruptions Kenny will do his masterful job editing this, but <laughs> we had a truck show up, unload some product, and a lot of phone calls. Ten phone calls. It was just like, oh, another one? we got to figure out how to disconnect <laughs> You should leave. Thing. Please, I hope you leave a few in there. <laughs> so they know like what pain we go through to exactly. bring you the news. But that's everybody. Stay uh, stay fun out there. I don't know. Come see us over Pursuit Spirits. Have, have Happy Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Happy Super Bowl, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Doodles. Doodles.